It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Process the bottom line. Costco Sensa. Everybody dies. Because I'm better than you, and you know it. Woo! Yes, With Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. show here every Tuesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. I'm your host, Josh Silverbrick. I am back after a week off of having really bad stomach flu. I'm back, healthy, feeling good. It was horrible. I missed all the shows this past week. It was Glad you're feeling better, buddy. Thank yeah, you. We're glad you are feeling better. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. But I did get to hear your guys' show. It was phenomenal. Um, it was fantastic. And by the way, I'm going to note this. If Lyle ever becomes president, um, he doesn't have to throw me over the wall. I'll gladly just walk over the wall myself. And I so, told him I'll buy him a really nice, comfortable pair of shoes so he can walk over. I don't want anything. I'll go barefoot. If that's you becoming president, I'll just walk over there. You don't have to give me anything. All right. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this is Off the Mat. Um, we have a lot to get to, so much to talk about. But, of course, I want to introduce my co-host. First off, Mr. Alex Slows. Alex, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. I watched the AEW Double or Nothing pay-per-view last night. Let me just say that by far had had to be the best pay-per-view AEW has done by far, period. Listen, I, I, I can vouch for that for sure. But we're going to also talk to a man who was actually at Daly's Place in Jacksonville himself. As long as he wasn't sleeping with the hooker, he slept with Friday night and got an STD. That is Mr. Wow. You, sir. For legal reasons, I did not sleep with a hooker. Are you sure? No, it was? Are you sure about that? And never oh, did you wear Very, very positive. I'm very positive. Did you wear a condom at least? <laughs> I, for legal reasons, I did not sleep with a hooker. Legal my ass. It's Jacksonville, Florida. They let anything go, baby. That's how it rolled down there and down south. That's how it works. 
What's going Jackson, on, man? Jacksonville is literally the hood. It was a Seven Eleven right by our um our hotel, and we every time we went there, we were terrified to go there. Yep. It was uh. Yeah, right. That, Alex knows. That sounds about right. <laughs> Alex, is Jacksonville known as like the hood down by you? Mm, a little, maybe. <laughs> It is. It is a little bit. I, I I've driven past Jacksonville many times when driving to Florida. It's not. It's not the greatest area, um, for sure. That's a fact. Um, but I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad you you're know what they had? What Remember the scooters from Austin? Which one? The Lime ones? No, the ones that you like paid for and then you rode them around. I know. I know. Was it? Was it? Was it the company yeah. with Lime? I think it was the same one. It had a on there. It had um courtesy of Texas or something like that, or a gift from some, some stupid crap like that. But it said it was from Texas. So I think they were saying Well ones. listen, like I said, I'm glad you're good. There's a lot of stories to tell. Um yeah. and then you with the prostitute, so that's exciting tonight. Um, I did not do that for the record. For hundred percent he did. Well he did okay. That's actually probably true because if you offered the prostitute money, they would say, "Turn around, let me see your face." They say, "No, I don't want that." They give the money back. Uh, yeah, they do so, for free. That's why. I just want to listen. I was off this week. Everything that like Lyle with the jokes, everything was saying. I have my full ammo ready to go. <laughs> um, everything also, from everything from the sports loudmouth jokes that I made on you and oh, um, our show here. If you don't watch the sports loudmouth, the president joke was from that. Let me tell you, really quick, if you want Lyle Gillen to be your travel agent, you might want to find a new one because he'll probably book you for the next day to go back home from uh... (laughs) Hey, hey, I got a great steak dinner when we did that, okay? I had a great steak dinner, and I completely lost track of time and came back like, oh, yo, it's 8 o'clock. The uh, Elimination Chamber, I think it was Elimination Chamber, pay-per-view is about to start. I put it on and it was like half over. Dude, the, you were bragging to me and my brother how you got a great deal on a flight. And then my brother goes, let me see your ticket. And my brother goes, Lyle, you got a ticket for the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so he spent an extra night. Oh, there's that. <laughs> also, note to self, Lyle cannot multitask and tie his shoes at the same time. We know that by my parents' kitchen floor. <laughs> hey, the kitchen floor was fine. So you wouldn't be able to tell from the kitchen floor. Just don't come and give me sangria, okay, everybody? Oh, my God. It was so uh, – I didn't even know. I was mortified. <laughs> he was mortified for himself. I was, too. <laughs> he thought he was going to get killed by my father. <laughs> anyway, that ladies, in the go. chair, that in the chair outside. Oh my God, Jess, you broke the chair the same day. <laughs> no, the day before. Oh, the day before you broke their backyard chair the same day when you sat in it. <laughs> I, I'm not that fat, everybody. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to our show, and we have so much to get to tonight. Um, it's going to pretty much till nine o'clock be all double or nothing essentially, and then we'll get to some New Japan stuff. We'll get to some WWE stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's how you can listen to us every single Tuesday night and how you can listen to our other programs as well as Lyle alluded to with the Sports Loudmouths and other different shows like Weapons Hot and everything of that sort. What you do is you download our app. Well, how do you do that? It says it's very, very simple, actually. All you have to do is if you have an iPhone, you type in WWSRN on the app on the Apple Store. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store. You type in Worldwide Sports. It's that simple. You click install. You get all of our shows, our schedules. Our articles, um, 
what else do you get? Um, all of our different content that we have. If you missed an episode of a show that you really liked, if you want to rewatch a clip of something that was funny, like me insulting Lyle Shoe Time, you can watch that on the app. It's a wonderful story. It really could get in depth with it if you really want tomorrow. Um, I'll give Jeff the feature of hearing that story. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff's not even going to take our. <laughs> Jeff's going to probably say, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding with you, man. You know that. But, um, um, Check us out, WorldWideSportsRadio.com. Our website is top-notch. There's nobody better than it. I don't mean to be like the Wiz. There's nobody better. Nobody beats the Wiz. I'm not going to go that route, but there is nobody better. The Wiz isn't even in business anymore, so I could use it. Um, so there's a lot. Cheese Wiz, right? No. Do you remember? Oh, you're probably too young. for the, You don't remember the, sh- the store, The Wiz? Nobody beats The Wiz? It's like a record store. Oh. Was it? Man, you guys are too young. Oh, Alex, you're definitely too young. I'm a that. year younger than you. How am I too young? You didn't. You your brain didn't fully function until you were fifteen. So it doesn't. What channel sense. was it on? What channel? The Wiz. Yeah. It was a store. Oh, I, I, you said you said a show or something. No, I said store. Did I say store, oh. Alex? I said store. Yes, you said show. Alex, I'm glad Alex was You know, I thought Alex and I were becoming good friends, but <laughs> apparently he has to be crazy as the rest of the state of Florida. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so that's how you can download the app. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope. Uh, Lyle, if you, I mean, Lyle, excuse me, Alex, if you want to plug our website as well, that you you have updated a lot of stuff, our, our coming up guests that we have on our anniversary show, which is, I believe, in two weeks. June 15, yes, you're correct. Uh, that will be our one-year anniversary show of Off the Mat. Uh, on our website, if you click on the Twitter link, in our bio, it'll take you to the off the mat website. There is a pay-per-view and show page that gives you the list for all the shows and pay-per-views happening during the months. Uh, you can check out the show announcements page or archive page of every episode that we have done. Those are all in the archive page. And then uh, all the interviews that we have done are in our special guest interviews page. So I highly recommend checking all that out. Absolutely. And of course, uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, and also I really, I did want to show um, the new t-shirt that I did get from Pro Wrestling Tees. It was um, for Brian Pillman, if you can't see it. Brian effing Pillman. It was his ECW shirt that he had back in the day. Um, so definitely check that out. Pro Wrestling Tees does such a good job. You laughing at all that, you cackling maniac. I, I'm looking at the, uh, the Facebook comments and um, I just realized oh. your mom is watching. So she probably heard the... Uh... The story of me tying my shoes. Oh yeah, I'm sure she would love. I'm sure she loves reminiscing about that moment. I mean, <laughs> that's, gonna get her, that's gonna get her as excited as a, as as a clan. You know, she happy. <laughs> Let's see, Ben, Ben, our buddy Ben on uh, Sports Live, he has an eye emoji. <laughs> I love Ben. Ben is so funny. Oh, all, all the guys on the Sports Live. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wasn't Ben the one who was the Penguins fan? Yes. He was talking about the Penguins in the uh, chat. So, Ben, oh, your mom goes, yep. I remember. Ben, oh, yeah. how how are the Penguins doing, buddy? Oh, now you jinxed it because now the Islanders are going to lose the next three games. They <laughs> could. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't talk about the uh, about the Islanders. Oh, there, so. oh, dude, let me tell you, you're digging a grave, man. You don't want to. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't don't do don't. Listen, it's okay. We'd be playing Carolina or Tampa next, so it would save me money for all that. Let me tell you something. I will say this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Bella. <laughs> then, yep, he got great. I knocked on wood at my desk, so it's okay. Uh, that, don't mean, that don't mean jack nothing. Let me tell you something. By the way, <laughs> um, we have so much, like I said, in the next set from 9 to 9.30, we're going to get into where we think SummerSlam is going to be held this year. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about the New Japan um, partnership with WWE and how it's uh, a, not, a no-go. Um, at that, after that was squashed. Um, so we'll get into all that. We'll get into um, uh, Dominion as well, with the championship match being uh, made with Okada versus Shingo uh, Shingagi, which is going to be a great match for sure. So we'll talk about that. We'll do our push fire job, bearing any time. Of course, we'll always do our finishing move, but let's get down to business, boys and Lyle. Let's talk about Double or Nothing and how it really, oh, yeah. um, it really was exciting. Um, what what the pay per view was? Um, I'll let Lyle go last because I really I, I want Lyle I want Lyle to have the last uh, floor, the floor um, because he was there. And also um, we'll talk about Double or Nothing this time, and then we'll get to more Double or Nothing next, and then we're also going to get into. Actually, you know what? We'll start with Lyle's experience sure. at the show. So. Lyle, when first of you, it was at Gail's place, which again, there's only yeah. a few more shows that they have left there before they start traveling again in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. And that early July, they're starting. I'm really uh, interested to see what their ticket sales are going to be for those shows. I am curious too. Double or nothing could have only helped. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My, yes. My I husband. will. Don't worry. I'll get to him. Listen, Sting was incredible the other night. Can we just tell that? Holy moly. Sting was unbelievable. That's how you put the legend WWE, okay? You don't do spear, spear, jackhammer, we're done. So I'm gonna leave. No, 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 no! It's spear, spear, jackhammer, drop Undertaker on his head, and then we're done. Oh yes, I forgot about that. Wow! In all seriousness, what was your experience being at Dale's place, being at a show like this? Because it was really the they so, had, but they didn't have the fan base that they had for the show. I want to start off with Saturday when we I did the fan fest. Well, you should have Friday. Was it Friday? When you did you get flat? We when, no. when we um uh, oh I was at my uh, friend's house the night before we flew and oh, exactly. um That's right. yeah, yeah. Plastic, Friday. okay no 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 Friday um yeah. okay <laughs> so Saturday we're at the fan fest and oh no you're talking about that oh yeah that was Sunday yeah that was, that was Saturday that was Saturday night oh I was gone oh, then too you didn't even um, send it to Alex dude he sent me some blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it was like oh, oh okay. Back to my, back to my experience. Um, when I when on Saturday, we got there just in time for FanFest, and the way it worked was you bought tickets for a certain group of guys to meet them, and they had the uh, free sessions. But what they would give you is an eight by ten picture of who you were meeting. That was your ticket. Oh. They were not very communicative of that, and didn't tell the people who were watching every line. So you could literally just get on whatever line you want and meet whoever you want. And they never said anything. <laughs> I got to meet, I, I paid for the Young Bucks, Thunder Rosa, and uh, Heyman. I got to meet Moxley Kingston, Cody, uh, Orange Cassidy, um, and then a couple other guys that weren't paid for. But I, it, I, I just hopped on. Went up there, had them sign stuff, walked away. They never said anything. And overall, I think it was great. 
but they it was not very organized. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great experience. I had a lot of fun that weekend, a lot of fun that day. Honestly, most of the people there that worked for AEW were very, very free about letting the fans have fun and do what they want. There was one lady who worked for, for them who, excuse my French, was a bitch. And because you were allowed to technically bring two people on with your one ticket, but you still only get, yeah. only get one personal item signed. The wrestlers, the wrestlers and the people who were watching the line didn't care about the two people. If you were with the two people, they would let you sign whatever the hell you wanted. But they would also let like a group of four go. And they, everyone had time to meet whoever they wanted. But I, that, it was a fun experience. Um, I want to go to the next uh, fan fest I can go to. It was, I, I just wish I could be a little bit more uh, organized um, because people were allowed to get in for free. Well, not free, for only for the entry general admission ticket. You though. What? That benefited you though. Oh, 100%. Yeah, um, so they're not doing Starcast. They said they're not going to be doing Starcast. No, I, oh my God, I'm so glad. If Eddie, if you are watching, you can remember the after party we went to when they advertised wrestlers were going to be there and hang out with everybody. Yeah, they really had the worst wrestlers in the company there, and they stayed on the bottom floor. They were supposed to be supposed to be in the um, VIP section. They were never there. I got into the VIP section by flipping my uh, bracelet inside out because the same color on the backside as the, the uh, VIP bracelets, and I got to go up there. Um, but no, they didn't do that this time. I like that. It, it was the fan fest was not as organized, but it was um, it was still fun. But going back, going to the show, it was I didn't know what to expect, and I said it on the show a few times. There were a couple of matches I wasn't too excited about. Uh, the Stadium Stampede. And I was a little worried about the main event with, with Omega because I didn't know what we were going to get out of Orange Cassidy in the match. And I can confidently say, after watching the, main, the, the Omega match, that I was so wrong. And by the way, Omega and the Buck, after we get a crowd, it's so obvious they're the best heels today in wrestling. They did such an amazing job. Agree on of that. making Absolutely. everybody believe, not once, not twice during the match, multiple times that the faces were going to win. And every single time they stole the pin back and, and, and stopped it and just took the crowd in and, and they had the crowd believing in them. You can look at what the Bucks were doing in the, in the Moxie match and they did such a good job of getting people thinking Moxley and Eddie were going to win at points. They did a great job of thinking that Orange Cassidy was going to win at points. That's what a heel is supposed to do in their championship matches. And they did such a good job. But that, that card, that show, the crowd, every single guy they popped for. Everybody. Archers was funny. When he got on the mic and he screamed at Justin Roberts. That <laughs> or when he shoved Justin Roberts out of the way. The only thing I was upset about and I found this out today because I, I wasn't watching this because they didn't show it in the arena. They didn't mention it. But Riho moves to the United States now full-time. She's going to be with AEW full-time. And she was over, too. She got a good pop when she came out. Her, her and Deeb. Yep. And I said this to Jeff last week. Deeb is the most important signing they have ever had for their women's division. She was a trainer with WWE. She has probably the most experience in the company. She is... I think she's a pivotal role in teaching everybody on what to do. Just, you look at what the women's division has done. 
That Baker GM match was great. I think they did a phenomenal job. Everybody there, now no one wore masks in the entire event because it's Florida. But yeah. it, it was a great show. Um, it was the best wrestling show I've ever been to. I could get more in depth in it when we talk, talk, talk about each and every match, but it was, first of all, I'll never back to Jacksonville again, but it was a great show from beginning to end. I'm so hurt by that because we've been to so many shows, he and I, and, and now he said the show, the one show I didn't go to with him, he says it's the best show he ever went to. Well, you missed out, man. It was so good. Uh, and listen. Because of the crowd. And that's really what this is going to be telling. Who is really over? And how are they over? Not who's not over, but even when WWE comes back, Roman is supposed to be a heel. He's going to get a huge pop. Yeah. Absolutely. You look, look at what Heyman, the reaction he got, he is just as, if not more over than when they went on, on the break, break from fans at the beginning of the pandemic. I mean, like having the crowd back and seeing the realization on all the performers' faces when they came out, being like, wow, like mm-hmm. this this is what we're getting now. This We're finally getting back to normal. Yep. That was amazing to see. It, it, it brought it brought the intensity back. It brought everything that you could imagine back into what wrestling was like before the pandemic. Yeah, it definitely did. And it was just crazy being there. And being at the first full crowd show at the end of the pandemic, I'm like honored to have been there. That's going to be a show we're all going to remember. And I, I came out of this show and... The first thing I thought to myself was, there is no chance WWE, the main roster, I'm not talking about NXT, can have a show that good. Now, I'm not saying the crowd-wise, because the first show back will have a, a great crowd. I'm talking about match quality-wise. Just WWE doesn't have that quality of matches anymore. I mean, main roster. No, they don't. They don't. And it, it, there are still people who believe AEW is not good. Still people who believe the Young Bucks are not good. That all they do is flips, but let's be real. Look at the match they, that they did with Moxley and Eddie Kingston. They did not do their standard style at all. No, they went a completely different route. Even Moxley took a clean pin. He took a clean yep, pin from the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks, they do a phenomenal job at making everybody they wrestle look like a star at the beginning of the match. And they did that with Moxley and Omega. And, wow, Moxley and Kingston. And it was just, they, they had everybody believing they did such a good job. I truly believe they are two of the best at working a crowd, especially the heel. And you really look at what they are, are doing right now with heels. Look at what they did before AEW when they were heels. They are truly two of the most talented guys of the modern era. I want to see the comments quick. Um, you know, it's, it's funny that you bring up the Young Bucks because, you know, the, the Lucha Brothers are, my, are still my favorite tag team. Mm-hmm. I still have a lot of respect for the Briscoe Brothers for what they've done and their art of forming tag team back in the early 2000s, which is kind of coincidental because the Young Bucks have had rivalries with both those teams. Um, but I think what makes the Young Bucks special is, you know, you think about the top, some of the top tag team matches they've had in AEW, and it, it, it's kind of crazy because I, when I think of the top three, I would say probably the all-out one against the Lucha Brothers in the ladder match, mm-hmm. Hangman Kenny, 
And I'm, I'm going to put Moxley and Kingston there. And it's oh, 100%. Kind of, and I think... I think that those that ma- the last two you mentioned are neck and neck. That match was so good. Um, it, it was really hard for me to pick which match was the best match of the whole night, but I had to go with the triple threat. It was so good. It was amazing. To me, the stadium stampede match was phenomenal. The way everything went, having the inner circle circle come down from the stadium on the cables. That was an amazing way to, to show an entrance and to really bring a high impact start to a match. That was the best route to go. But I was, a, I was kind of a little bit worried for them going down. But I, when I saw, when I saw the, uh, the stage at the bottom, I was like, all right, they'll be, they're good. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, like I said, even if we still have more to talk about after nine mm-hmm. o'clock or nothing, we will get into it. We are going to talk Absolutely. about it. If, if we, like I said, if we have to take some of the sub- subjects that we're going to have to move to nine thirty ten, we will because mm-hmm. this is a, pretty much a lot of double or nothing tonight. Um, well, 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 speaking of double or nothing, and I just had this click in my head. One of the first shows me and you ever did, Josh, going back to take down breakdown, <clears throat> was reviewing the first double or nothing. Yes, it was. I remember that. And you look back and compare it to this show, and you look how far the company has come. The roster. You look at who, who's on that show, and you can look at where they are now. They have built some – they've done a great job building some stars. They really yeah, have. Yeah. Look at no, how Britt Baker has yeah. progressed. Orange Cassidy. Jungle Boy was on that card. They've done a phenomenal job. MJF was. They did such a good job of taking the young stars they had and building them into real stars on this show. And, and, and the thing – and. Uh, I'll get back. I want to just get back to my young bucks point because I know we actually are just crazy. We have to go to break in a few minutes. Um, but to me, that's the thing. The first double or nothing show is always going to be, in my opinion. Uh, listen, this was right there. It's one of the best pay per views. That was their first ever show, and it was at Jim Grant, and it was a very special occasion to see to see. Um, you could go, Lyle, to see um, to see Moxley debut the way he did. Omega, Jericho, Dustin, Cody. That's Young Bucks, Lucha Brothers. That's the only reason why I would still give that one a little bit of an edge because that was their first ever show. Yeah, you know Ben's one hundred percent correct. Sammy Guevara you know? was the pop he was getting was insane. And when the oh, show yeah. ended, when the show ended and they were off the air, Jericho handed the mic to Sammy Guevara, and the crowd went ape shit. They loved him, and I know what Jeff brought up. He thought that nobody from the inner circle became a real star, but and me and Alex both told him we think that's Sammy Guevara. Yeah, has really become huge. And you look at how the crowd reacted. A hundred percent, he is. He was so over during that ma- during that match. Even Absolutely. afterwards, absolutely. He's gonna and, become. He should get a TNT title run. A hundred percent. And I want. I just want to get back before we go to break to get back to the um, my young bucks point. Um, you know, we talk about the top matches. I said the amazing thing about what two of those three top matches that I mentioned was those were tag teams that. They really weren't tag teams. Hangman and Kenny are singles wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Kingston and Moxley are singles wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Fox were able to be thrown in there with those guys. And we talk about it. Best friends, the Lucha Brothers, the Young Bucks. Um, but, but, but who else? Um, well, SEU is not there anymore. Um, the Acclaim, Private Party. Um, the, the tier of the tag team division that, that AEW has, you know, and... They're able to two of the three matches that I mentioned were from teams that weren't really teams. 
Well, Lucha yeah. Bros are. They've been a team for a long I'm, time before that match. No, 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 I'm not saying Lucha Bros. Okay. I'm saying two of the three matches I said. Two of the three that I said were teams that were thrown together, kind of. Like, Kenny and Hangman were in the elite. They were never, yeah. like, close-knit. And then Moxley and Kingston were never a team. But I think I don't consider... I'm, I'm in the minority with this opinion. I still consider them technically part of a team because they were in a faction together. That's now, what they yeah. anything together. I, I, I know that, but um, I still technically consider them part of a team. They're singles wrestlers, though. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Hangman and Kenny are singles wrestlers. I, I mean, that, and, and that's, that's the only... But to be fair, Kenny, Kenny is, is established also as a tag team guy. Oh, he is. With the golden uh, outside, of, outside of... Yeah, with, he is. He, um, Hangman, I think, is someone who was more to the more a lot of people were seeing in, in a tag team for the first time. Um, but th- even that, that entire thing was all part of a long storyline they're telling, which is, has been, de- has been developed so far very well. People, no, still I, th- it, people think that storyline's over. That match no, that they, he had to uh, double or nothing was building him to what he deserved Kenny. It was because he was in line for the title shot, and he lost it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to go to a quick break. It's already that time. When we come back, and by the way, you can call us at 203-903-8271. Lau gave a lot of his thoughts on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex and I, we're going to give our input after you know, watching it from home, and we'll give a little more of that. And Lau will give him a little more in person as well of how it was. We're, we're gonna do. There's still we haven't even scratched the surface, so we're definitely going over the nine o'clock double or nothing. <laughs> it is that's the way it is. Life is, well, life is just full of uh, mysteries, as they say. So that's why what we do, what we do. Listen, this is such a great topic to talk about. We'll get to the Mark Henry stuff. We'll talk all about that. There's so much to, to just take and digest. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk more about double or nothing here on Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Rest in peace. Welcome to the Shield of Justice. I'm the Boogeyman, and I'm coming to get you. Oh, it's true. Now, welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back for the second half of the first hour here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Off the Mat, of course, with Alex Lowe's and Lyle Gillen. I'm Josh Silverberg, and also, of course, Speedy PDO, so thank the wonderful production that he does for the show and for the entire network, so kudos to him. How you can... Download our app. It's very simple. If you have an iPhone, you go to the to the Apple Store. You type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store. You type in Worldwide Sports. Check us out on WorldwideSportsRadio.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope. Also, the website that Alex has plugged. The number 203-903-8271. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> the phone lines are working. <laughs> um, <laughs> Really quick, I just wanted to get to the comment section because we don't want to leave the fans uh, without a voice for sure. Um, <clears throat> Marilyn Soberg says, I used to take Josh to the Nassau Coliseum. I remember that. Sam also, uh, excuse me, Ben also says that Sting um, was, you know, Sting was big. I might have missed that comment. I might have uh, missed that, but it won't let me scroll up. But that's all right. And then Ben also says, Sammy Guevara was big. 
Yes, he was. He was huge in that match. So, Lyle had a lot to say that first half. He's very excited. I love it. I love the enthusiasm because he was there. Listen, it's a different atmosphere. It's a different perspective when you're there. Absolutely. We'll go through the matches. uh, But first, before we get to the matches, I'll start with Alex first. What is something you liked and what is something you didn't like? Because there's always going to be not everything as they say is perfect. So what I liked about this pay-per-view is the, the the stadium stampede match. That was my favorite match by far. Uh, it garnered a great reaction from the crowd. I love that word. It was also a risky match to undertake considering that there was a live crowd at Daly's Place. And the action took, took place away from the ring. And unlike last year, which was an empty show pay-per-view and had a pre-taped stadium stampede match, this one was a huge cinematic-type match. And not a cinematic-type match, but like it did not project the same as a cinematic-type match. But it projected better with a live crowd. And the War Games-esque match at Blood and Guts, there were moments like the bar fight, which was, it felt too gimmicky to me. But with that being said, Conan being the DJ added a nice, nice green touch to the match. And uh, him being involved with Santana and Ortiz brought back a lot of impact memories. And then seeing uh, Sammy Guevara duke it out with with the chairman, Sean Spears, and uh, Jake Hager and Wardlow going at it. It was just amazing to see how that match was put together and how it was dissected and how much focus was going back and forth between all members of the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle. So that's why I really enjoyed that matchup. And then the one thing I did not like was during the Casino Battle Royale, having uh, Leo Rush come out and automatically getting him eliminated as soon as he came in. That was just disappointing to me. I think they needed to keep him in at least five or ten minutes before eliminating him. It's fair to say. All right, Mr. Gillen, you're up, sir. Um, I want to go less. <laughs> I want to go, go less. You want to go less? Okay, well, excuse me. Pardon my French. I'll let him go last then. Okay. So. um, Save the best for last. Okay. What, what, what I love. I want to go that far. I'll listen to <laughs> Again, ladies and gentlemen, I do God's work when I'm working with this guy. So, uh, um, what I loved was two things, actually. I, I really loved that they made Brian Cage hangman the opening match. Yeah, that was a smart move. Because to me, you know the pop that hangman's going to get. And I thought having him start the show was perfect. It, it blended well with the crowd. It was exciting. It was thrilling. Mm-hmm. And all that, you saw that. It's also the theme song he asked to, right? The th- his theme song, it gets to it, and he comes out, and he's fired up. And lately, when he's come out for his matches, like, he, he doesn't, like, he, he doesn't usually, like, put the bandana stuff over his mouth and everything. It's been a while since I think he'd really done something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A full-blown hangman. And I thought that was cool. I liked it. I thought it was a great idea. And to me, um, the match, it was this was my favorite match of the night. I thought it was a match that stole the show. And that was the Young Bucks and Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. I thought that match was thrilling. It had so much excitement with it. 
you had the Good Brothers come out, Frankie Kazarian coming out and attacking them. I thought added an element. Um, Don Callis, Don Callis was a scrub. Um, I thought adding an element to that sort of when he got out, he got um, a couple of times. He left the the um, actually, no, that was during the Kenny match. He left the booth. He was getting nervous. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I like. And if you notice what the Young Bucks are doing is what they're doing is every time they see Seth Rollins actually wear something on WWE, they troll it and they make it their own. If well, they're very like, good friends. They are extremely good friends. Are they? Mean, so uh, I, I don't know if you know that, but it's all them screwing with each other or they're doing it on purpose and talking about it. But they're very good friends from back when um, he was Tyler Black and Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was a really good element. I like that that you mentioned that, Lau. I didn't even know that. So, I mean, that really adds an element to it. Um, so, I really – that's something I really loved. <sighs> Look, there were probably one or two matches that were just – I thought Archer, Miro was okay. Um, yeah. Because you went – always makes his point. When you have two big guys wrestling – like with big size, and it, 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 it sometimes it doesn't mesh extremely well. They're very no. athletic, though, so I don't think that. Yeah, they, they are. Generally, I have that criticism for WWE because WWE, ninety nine percent of the time, takes big guys who are not athletic and puts them to the main event and puts them together. When, but AEW has that has athletic big guys: Wardlow, uh, Miro, Hobbs, uh, Lance Archer, Spears. I, 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 do you consider him a big guy, Sean? Oh, wow, he's Josh. Tall. He's what? tall, but he, I, I wouldn't consider him like a Lance Archer big guy or a... Uh, I, would say he ha- he, I would say he's built well. Maybe. I mean, he's, um, he's to a certain extent, I, I, w- I would say. Um, you know, and ben, ben, we are going to get to the Mark Henry signing with AEW. I thought that was a yes. great sign by them. Um, the... The, the Cody Go yeah, match. Cody Rhodes Go Go match was. And you know what? It, didn't really meet expectations. But you know what though? But you know what though? I think a Go Go is going to get better. He, he's green right now, and what they're going to try to do is, I think they're going to try to build him to in the future. I think maybe I would imagine have him beat Cody. Well, yeah. that, that, that's that's, what, that's what's going to happen. But this match was they're telling a story. They're wrestling again on. Uh, Friday for on Dynamite. What they're going to be doing is they're trying to show that Cody is the veteran wrestler. He's more experienced, so he won the first match. Yeah. Down the line, they're going to build it, and Ogogo will win. But it's not going to be right away. I love that name. No, and I even I even I even said this on my AEW Double or Nothing pre-show for Off the Mat. I said Anthony Agogo's AEW's next next big thing, and I actually believe that. I believe now, that he is going to be like the the biggest, the next big heel that they have in the company. I think he's going to be a face. I don't think he'll be a heel. But uh, what I'm because in that match, Cody was playing more of the role of the heel with how he was wrestling. And I'm I'm going to say now the match. You're right, wasn't the greatest, but the story they are telling. Which is what made me not dislike the match. Because I see where they're going with it. And I think it's going to be a very nice story that they're going to tell. And I'm really here to see where it goes. But I don't disagree the match wasn't great. and didn't. I thought it was going to be better. But they're trying to tell a story. And I'm, uh, I want to watch it. 
And that's the thing. It's all about building. And that's something. Yeah. But I, those are the points that I really, I really like. And, of course, Jungle Boy winning was perfect. Yeah, um, it was. It was. Um, and he, has a, he has a new fan, for sure. Seeing Sting back in front of a live crowd wrestling yeah. for the first time. Well, we're gonna get, we're, well, yeah, we're going to get to all, like, match to match to match. Yeah. We're about that. I, let, I'll let Lyle do his thing now. Then we're, we're going to go last match and match and match. Okay. Match. So I'm going to start off. There wasn't really anything I disliked about the show. There wasn't anything I, I was like, wow, I don't like that. There wasn't really that moment there for me. Pretty much everything I, I liked. I thought it was that quality of show where it was a, a great, awesome show from beginning to end. The stuff I could I thought it could have done better, yeah, but it wasn't really anything I disliked. My favorite part of, of the entire show was we got to see who was over, and it really showed. You saw how over Hangman still was. You saw how really how good the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega have been doing as heels, and I think that just shows how good of they are at doing this art of wrestling. They. They did such a good job of working the crowd. Kenny Omega and the Bucks in the matches. It, if you didn't really watch it or you didn't really don't remember, go back and watch those two matches that they were in. They did such a good job of playing the crowd, getting the crowd to think that they were going to uh, lose. That's what good heels do. Mm-hmm, that's what I was going to say. And I, I, I really love what they've been doing. And I can't wait to see where they really go. Because when Hangman does get that win, it's going to be a huge moment. And he's going to get a huge, huge, huge pop. Oh, yeah, he is. And uh, the thing uh, the thing that caught me the most that during the uh, triple threat match, it, it added a twist to the matchup. And uh, seeing uh, Kenny Omega blindside the referee and then uh, – uh, Don Callis throwing the belts so he could just take all the belts. <laughs> I like that. They did it one at a time. Here you go. Here's another one. I, thought, uh, I, I laughed at that. That was pretty funny. Yeah, it was. It, it, it was entertaining. It added a whole different aspect to how Don Callis and Kenny Omega normally work. And if people want to say that Kenny Omega wouldn't have transitioned to the sports entertainment world in WWE, I completely disagree with that, seeing how, what he's been doing with his character. I think he would have been doing just as good as, he, as he's doing right now. He has done such a good job taking everything he knows from New Japan and adding to it in a sports entertainment way that more people in, which I hate that word, but yeah. in, in North America are used to mm-hmm. and adjusting his character. He's done a phenomenal job. Oh, yeah. He's done so much already, and it's incredible to see the journey and how far along he's come from New Japan crossing over into AEW and being able to be the belt collector and hold all these multiple titles. It's, it's, we're seeing, we're probably seeing the best of this generation. I agree. And what I'm really interested, sorry, Josh, in watching, and I hate this man with a passion, but I, and I want to see how, how hypocritical he really is. Cause I think he's going to prove that. I think he's super hypocritical. I want to watch Jim Cornette's review of the Young Bucks match. Because I don't think there's a way to watch that match and hate hate it for what they usually do. And I think you'll find a way to say that and, and hate them for it. Because that's what he does. He's a hypocrite. And I'm really interested in watching it because that match was phenomenal. I loved it. And I, I'm, I'm a little biased towards the Bucks. I think they're, they're my favorite tag team. 
Um, two, two of my favorites today in wrestling, but I don't know how you could watch that match and hate them and not be and not like it. It was a great, great match. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And just seeing the crowd reaction when they came out, the chorus of boos that they were getting, uh, how how that how that portrayed in the matchup, it really showed. Well, that's what you want, right? You want to have a reaction. That you know, it was you know, I talked about it on um, when I did the WrestleMania post show um, with Carl uh, with the hit list. You know, the key is you know why why Roman Reigns had what he had at WrestleMania. He got a reaction. You did your job and you're a heel and you're getting booed out of the building. You mm-hmm. did exactly what you were supposed to you do. You did exactly what you're supposed to do and clearly you're so over as a heel. And look at the pop and the entrance from Boxing and Kingston when they came out. The place singing Wild Thing, everything. That was, you saw how over they were. That you know, place went that wild thing, by the way. I, 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 I love it. I had to mention that why not the older version one. Um, yeah. So let's get to some of the matches. Um, we'll start with Hangman and Brian, and Brian Cage. Um, I loved it. I thought it was perfect. I thought mm-hmm. it was a perfect way to start the show. I think Brian Cage is going to be a great face in, in AEW personally. I think he's a future contender for the championship. I and knew he it, was turning face when he came out with his ring gear. That's what he wore yeah. in Impact when he wore the face. Yeah. He yeah. came out in that. I'm like, oh, there yeah. he's turning at the end of this match. And he did. Yeah. yeah. When, uh, when uh, um, Ricky starts, he threw the belt to him. It was like, hit him with Ricky's the belt. Was was like, oh. The oh, yeah. Ricky's wanna, reaction when Cage didn't take it was perfect. And I, yeah, I want to yeah. add about Ricky Starks. He had a line at the Fan Fest. The longest line anybody had. He had to get get off. He had to stop and and so they could bring someone else out. His session ended. He stayed, and he went to every single person on that line and and met wow. them and took photos with them and signed stuff for them. He made the biggest impression on me there, and I I was shocked by that. Well, I I just want to and I don't want to take credit, but isn't that the guy I texted you? I said you should go see because he was free. Well, I was online for other people, and I didn't think I would have time for that. No, no, but, but did yeah. I not mention that you should go? No, 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 you, you did. But um, and I was walking around. I went up to him and uh, got him to sign my poster. That's a guy that. I, so what happens when I was at FanFest, I texted Lyle and I said, you know, you should really go meet Ricky Starks. I said his signing is for you. Should go, you should go meet him. I texted him and he said, uh, I think you said you were online or something. I don't know if I'm going to get to him or whatever it was. And then, like got to him. and then he got to him. And then you, you know, it's. Um, I gotta give my friend uh, Jimmy some credit. He pointed him out to me, and I ran over and had him sign something. It's great, man. Listen, that's awesome. So that match I thought was really good. I thought it was yeah, great. It was. So, the tag team match it was my favorite match of the night. I thought it had listen the, the triple threat match in the same city had a lot of drama in it, which was great. I think that was the closest I saw that because in. I knew Kenny was going to retain the championship, but it's the way he does it, which is impressive. Yep. There are points where I really thought, and I and I said on Twitter during the show, I said, oh, I would love to see Mox and Kingston win the belts. I think Eddie deserves at least one championship. You did? I saw that tweet. And those two together are perfect. And I hope they don't split and become singles guys. I mean, they're great singles guys too. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think Eddie needs to be with somebody. Always. Um, now, I actually thought that they were going to be splitting them after this when I was watching the stadium stampede. 
because they hinted at Conan. And then they, I remembered. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I remembered Eddie Kingston having the LAX shirt on. I'm like, oh, they're and our circle is going to lose because Jericho is going on a break, and then they're going to have LAX reunite. I was convinced of it during that match, and I was shocked when the circle won. I mean, it's, uh, listen, I, I, I think if somebody get an LAX reunion together, and that would be phenomenal if they could get it, whether it's with Conan or with Eddie. They have the impact with, partnership. They can, they can use it. They, they can for sure. So, I mean, I thought that was a match that really was phenomenal. I thought it had everything in it. I thought it was something that had a lot of great drama in it. Frankie Kazarian coming out and attacking the Good Brothers was perfect. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I could see on your face, Alex, you liked it. Oh, yeah. It was a great show. I mean, just everything about this pay-per-view was five stars in my opinion. I mean, seeing Sting back in front of a live crowd yes. wrestling again – Especially with uh, Darby Allen, I mean the, the crowd went. Oh, not- when he did that spot off of the uh, poker chip, the crowd went apeshit. Yeah, well, you know what? Nobody it was? Once, expected that. Well, once he took his shirt off and they saw the old gear, yep. that's when people were like, "Oh, yeah, that's when people yeah, yeah. really got into that match." He took that suplex on the on, on the um and the um on the entranceway with no padding. Clearly, you that's can see it up there, and he got right back up. And to me, you know, Ethan Page Scorpio Sky have a very bright future. You know, I love Ethan Page from when um, they were with the, when he was with Josh Alexander with the North. Um, so I mean, I'm such I'm a big fan. I have their autograph, you know, down in my in my man cave. So that's I I I, I said at one point they were they were the they were top three tag team in the world. I think I had them third at one point. Um, I mean, to me, that's how good they were. But I just thought I saw Sting growing up as a child. I know Lyle, I don't believe, ever saw him wrestle live in person. No, I loved it. I, 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 and that's something that I think there are certain wrestlers mm-hmm. that I think you get the opportunity to see them live in person. It's a, it's a blessing. It you know, is. It's a special moment. And my mother mentioned it on the, on the chat that yeah. she took to the Coliseum back in the day. Dude, I saw Sting. I saw Hulk Hogan in the red and the yellow. I, I saw all that back in the day, growing up. Ric Flair, um, I saw those guys, man, and I got to see them at the Coliseum all the time. So, Josh, I want to ask you a question. Yeah, go for it, man. Now, you told me earlier that you were jealous you didn't come to the show. Mm-hmm. Seeing that Sting wrestled and had that had that great of a match, how much do you wish you could have went and seen that? Oh, I mean, look, with certain. I know how big of a Sting guy you are. You know what it is? I'm blessed. That I got to see him in his real in his real prime, as the Crow Sting. You know, I, I I'm I am blessed that I got to see him in person. At least one, I saw him mm-hmm. once. I saw, I saw him as Black and White Sting, and I saw him as the Red and Black Sting. Did you Both see him as Joker Sting? I did not see him as Joker Sting. <laughs> but listen, I'm glad you got to see him in person, just at all. You know, and like I said. For me, like, it's so funny because you're not the one that asked me that. They said how, like, Matt asked, like, my buddy Matt asked me, he goes, I know you love Sting. How upset are you that you did And I said, dude, I, I, I said, listen, it would have been awesome to see him. But the fact that I've gotten to meet him before and the fact that I saw him versus the NWO when he was Crow mm-hmm. Sting as this prime of a time that I can remember as my childhood and seeing that growing up. Yeah. Uh, um, is as good as it, it's on the, on the Nitros. And getting to see that at the Coliseum shows were awesome because he would always do so. – dude, I saw him ascend from the from – the, from, the, uh, from the top. From the rafters, yeah. 
I saw him at the house shows doing stuff, dude. He did stuff at the house shows all the time that, of course, nobody was able to see. Yeah. Um, so just getting to see him alone is, is, is a beautiful thing. And for, for you to get to see him is even better. You I know was, what I mean? It was a great experience. Oh, I'm sure you thought of me when you saw him. You're probably I did, not. 100%. I was like, wow, Josh would love this. Oh, dude, I would have went – I mean, like I said, I mean, you – When he was doing some of the stuff he was doing, you, you would have went ballistic. I went out to my house. Uh, I said, Jesus Christ. I believe it. Sign off on that. And I got to give him all the credit in the world. He worked his ass off. Yeah, he really put in so much energy. I I got to give credit to really quick. Two guys have to get credit where credit is due. One is Sting, of course. Have to, have to, have to give credit to Christian Cage. That dude started that match first. Yeah, he did. The whole battle did the work. He went all the way through that match. He yeah, put man. in. Creage has been. Put, he, you know, it's great. It's great to see him, and it's great to see Edge doing what he's doing. It's great to see the two of them doing what they're doing, and doing it at a high level still, which is awesome. Um, Can we talk know, about the crowd? Because they were so hyped for Jungle Boy during that moment. Yeah, over oh, yeah, over Christian, over the established star. They were going apeshit for, for the Jungle Boy. It's the song, man. That's why I played the song at the beginning of the show. The what song you got? Is, that's why. Right. That song is so over with the crowd. You like, Jungle Boy, oh. Not only is Jungle Boy over with the crowd for his ability and the way he wrestles and the way he does things in the ring, but his, his entrance music, too. And what really caught really uh really caught me at the end of that match when Christian Cage was about to walk away and he turned back and he said, Congratulations, kid. Go out, make the most of your opportunity. I mean, like that is pure sportsmanship. That just shows how much Christian Cage cares about the younger talent. Really um and I, 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 go for it. All right, I was gonna say, mark my words, this is going to happen. Yeah. Okay. These recordings are saved. They're all saved. Jungle Boy is going to be the guy that beats Miro for the TNT title in the future. I can Mark. see it. What I what Good I more. was going to say was, now, Jungle Boy is not beating Omega for the title. No. But I want to point out, and I pointed out all the time on the show, you can lose a match and still be put over. Yes, you can. Go and look at our, yeah. the thing. The only fan base that does not know this is the WWE fan base. Well, they did that with Austin. They used to, yes. They used to know this. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, Jungle Boy is going to lose to Omega, but he's going to come out of that match looking like the megastar that they are pushing him to be. And people are going to say, oh, they buried Jungle Boy and killed him. No, they did not. And you can go back to when he faced Cody, and he had that phenomenal match with Cody. Go back to when he faced Jericho for 10 minutes, and he, he started getting put over then. I mean, he, he wrestled stars and lost, and every time he has been put over. That I'm not going to tell anything really quick. I'm not spoiling anything, but so far, I'm watching NXT. NXT's been a really good show tonight. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Cool. Oh, man. John Alva, said, John, Alva said some, John Alva said something big was going to happen tonight. So uh, I think I'm not going to say what it is, obviously, but I think this is what he's talking about. Um, but, Go ahead, say it. I want to know. Right now, carrying Cross and Adam Cole are having a duel in the ring right now. Swords? No, not that kind of duel. I'm talking like speaking. Lightsaber? <laughs> oh, man. If, if they did Cross versus Cole and take oh, over in your great. house, I'd take over in your house, you sold me. I'm but, sorry, but, but I have to talk about this. You know how much that company misses crowds? 
Of course, and they're gonna get him back, and they will. No, get I'm back. talking about NXT. Because oh, you're no. going to have that match, and you're not going to have it in front of a live crowd. That would be a big, big, big well, bump. I mean, you know, well, we have to Yeah, I agree with that. When, when we come back, we'll do a little more Double or Nothing. We're going to get into some mm-hmm. New Japan with Dominion. And ben, and ben, we're going to talk about Mark Henry, okay? So uh, hang yeah, around. Yeah, I, I promise, Ben. I promise you we are going to get the Mark Henry. We're going to get to uh, Dominion with uh, Takaji and Okada wrestling for the uh, IWGP Everywhere Championship. We're going to get into SummerSlam prediction venues. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to all that stuff because SummerSlam, the WWE did have a big announcement about that. It's going to be August 21st, and they want it in an outdoor venue. Where do we think it's going to be? You'll find out all that, plus our finishing move later on. Stick with us, man. We're just still scratching the surface. This is Off the Mat here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Um, I'm going to give some breaking news in just a second, uh, but before I do that, how you download our app is uh, as follows. To download, if you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store, you type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store. You type in Worldwide Sports, you download our app. It's that simple, WorldWideSportsRadio.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, you name it, we got it. All right, Lyle, are you ready? I'm ready. Alex, are you ready? I'm ready. So the main event... It has been set for takeover in your house. It is, oh. a fatal, it is a fatal five way. Ooh. Carrying Cross, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny Gargano, and Pete Dunne. In the <laughs> That's an amazing match. At the end of the promo, apparently Cole cut the promo of the year, threw a water bottle at Scarlet afterwards and walked off. Did he get like her T-shirt? No, uh, you sick. <laughs> we went to shirt contest. <laughs> Go back. To, well, you can't even watch that on Periscope anymore, so you can't even watch that. Um, but a fatal five-way has been set, and again, it is Karrion Cross, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, and Pete Dunne for the NXT Championship. Wow, that's called making a statement. Absolutely, that like, is. I mean, um, that's trying to compete right with the triple threat? Uh, possibly, but if they did, I got to tell you, they put five of their top guys in one match. <laughs> that's what they did. <laughs> so what's going to happen with the rest of the card now? Trust me, they'll find a way to figure it out. They'll find something. Yeah. They'll find yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, but who, who gives a crap? That's your main event. Oh, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. I can't wait. That's going to be fun. <laughs> But uh, I got to watch the Cole promo. Apparently, it was the best promo he's ever put. Um, and he's done a lot of great promos. And to throw the water bottle afterwards at Scarlet, and Cross was pissed. And he walked off, and he said – and he and then he, he, he walked off. He said, see you later, Crossy boy. And then he just walked away. And I was like – because what happened was – I don't want to – I won't spoil anymore. But that's it. What I happened just, was 
That one time at band camp? I don't, uh, oh, I don't know. I want to tell it so bad. It's just do like, it! <laughs> Alex, do you care, Alex? You don't care. You just no, spoiled I'm gonna the it. I'm going to watch it anyway. Yeah, I know. So, it was a triple threat match. O'Reilly, Gargano, and Dunn. Cole came out, interfered in it, beat up everybody, said, I want this match. Cross came out, talked trash, and then Cross said, I don't care if it's you, but he said, give me everybody. And Regal said, done. And that was it. So I said, you, you want you wonder how you build a monster champion? Like a Kenny Omega or a Karrion Cross or something? And this is how you do it. You build them to be monsters to make them look unbeatable. And that's how you do it. And this is the and this is what AEW is doing, and this is what NXT is doing. And it's perfect. And it, it and this is gonna put and you know what? Honestly, if Cole, if Cross is getting called up on the main roster, then and which by the way, when they're going back to live crowds, Cross will be over on the main roster. Oh yeah. Oh and, yeah. Definitely. Okay. So no if you want him to lose, wait, you think Cross to go to the main roster? Look, I I, I think if you're gonna have him lose a match without him being pinned, then this is the match to do with them. So you're gonna so that goes back to the point I make all the time about NXT. They have a formula that's not built for TV. Where they take stars and they push them I up. Know, they, the they, they, they don't have... They, they don't. He's their biggest guy right now. I know. But you know what? I mean, we'll see that what happens. I know. But you know what? We'll see what happens. I'm stoked about it. That's great. Um, we'll do one more thing of Double or Nothing. And we have other stuff we do have to get to. Um, which is only fair to the other promotions like WWE and New Japan. and Because they're totally other- watching. Yeah, I know, right? Well, <laughs> respect, man. It's all about respect. <laughs> R-E-S-P-E-C-T. I'm glad you know how to spell that. It's good to tell the prostitute that after you were done. I did. <laughs> I, guess what I don't have for you, girl? R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Let me tell you something. You're, you're paying her. Clearly, she don't have much respect for you then. <laughs> she took your money and left. No, 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 no. no. She didn't keep your money and just go. <laughs> Stick your money in Dodge. That's what she did. <laughs> then she heard your snoring, and then she went, I'm out of here. I'm out of the hell out of here. <laughs> no, I was told by my friends in the room that I did not snore bad. Let me ask you, were the rooms were the rooms like apart from each other? <laughs> no, they weren't. I was told that another friend that they usually go with on shows towards worse than me. That's That seems to be impossible. To think I about. was told, your snoring <laughs> is nothing. <laughs> So-and-so who usually comes is way worse. Yeah, that's bull. So let's get into it. What are your thoughts? Well, I'll share with you first on Mark Henry signing with AEW. He said that his quote was he really wanted to eventually be a coach or something in WWE, and, and they said they weren't giving him the opportunity. So he said he had to find another opportunity elsewhere. But he had to respect the talk to Vince McMahon about it. Vince McMahon gave him the absolute okay to go and do what you got to do. He did the same with, with, with Paul White. I will give. Vince that. No, he didn't. No, he Paul White did not tell Vince. No, they did not know about that. That's not, and I, I that's how I'm remembering it. What I believe did happen. I if I remember correctly, he, he told him after he already signed. Well, I'm sure he gave him he was like, I'm I'm happy for you though. You know what I'm saying? Probably, like, yeah, yeah. I mean I would imagine. And look, sitting with Mark Henry, he talked to him and he was totally okay with him doing it. But what are your thoughts on Henry signing with AEW and now I being think- a I think he's a great guy who's experienced who can be around to teach younger guys. That's what this company has been hiring and doing since day one because they don't have the NXT system. They don't have that. 
So they've been hiring the experienced legends, guys who know what they are doing to teach these guys. And, you know, you get a lot of the WWE fanboys who don't pay attention to anything. And they say, oh, well, they're being WCW. No, they're not. And really quick, I'll allude this really quick. The WWE fanboy is not the same thing as like an XD fan. Yes. Just say it's not. We have to make that uh, whole thing. It's not. Um, the, uh, now, okay. So they are signing these guys to teach, not yep. be stars. If they were doing it to sign these guys to be stars, Christian Cage would have won. Big Show would have been wrestling already. But they're not. Big Show is a commentator. Mark Henry is going to be a coach slash analyst. They're bringing yep. guys in to teach younger guys. There is a difference between what, what AEW is doing with the established talent and what WCW did. They're not doing that. And a lot of people did think, oh, no, no they're bringing him in. They're going to push him. They're just WCW. No, they're not. I hate that comparison so much because it's so dumb. It makes people sound like they are stupid as can be. Signing Mark Henry and Big Show did not make them anything like WCW. And by the way, it is very, 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 very funny. The meme going around that everyone Randy Orton killed when he was the, yeah. the legend killer again it is now in WCW. That's awesome. It's I, I, funny. I, it's so funny. It's very funny. Well, he's a legend killer. Yeah. <laughs> he sent them back to AEW. Well, Lyle is, Lyle is right about that. They brought in Paul White. They brought in Mark Henry to teach these guys, to really build these guys at a performance level. And Mark Henry, he's been in the business for a very, very long time, like since the Attitude Era, since yeah. being – when he came okay. in with – chocolate. Sexual chocolate. When he came in with the nation, the nation of domination. Yeah. What was that, Josh? Even before that, in 96, he came in as the Olympic – as an Olympic uh, weightlifting champion in 1996. Didn't they originally give him the Kurt Angle theme also? I know the Patriot had it too. Patriot had they, it. Mark did not have sure? I thought they did. I don't think so. I only remember the Patriot. So. I know they used it a couple times before Kurt Angle got it. But going back to – No, uh, the Hogan guy. Hogan's – Hogan got it at one point also. That's what I'm thinking of. When he had the blue mask on. Oh, yeah. Mr. Marvel, whatever his name was, he had it. Yeah. But going back to the Mark Henry, my Mark Henry statement, I mean, there's so much that these younger talent can learn from Mark Henry and Paul White. And I think that's going to do so much tremendously for AEW. That's going to do a lot for the promotion. All these guys that they're signing that have been around forever. You know why they're signing them? The biggest reason that no one ever talks about. I'm waiting for you to talk about it. I wanted you guys to guess. They have been on TV for an extremely long time. Yep. They are not only teaching them how to what to do in the ring. That's secondary. They they have agents. They have guys who are they have Dean Malenko to do that. They have Art Anderson do a lot of stuff. They're teaching them how to do stuff on TV. That is key. Because they need that the most. And by the way, speaking of doing stuff on TV, being in Daly's Place, the biggest takeaway I had was I completely understood why and how they shot Jericho Fall the way they did. There was zero way for them to show that on TV except for how they did it. The only other way they could have shot it up above, the entire cage would have obstructed it. 
the entire cage. Because the other, the one view they have up top is all the way up top, all the way up to the left on like a 45 degree angle of the cage. The arena is not built for what they did that night. That's why they had to tape the entire first half of the show. It's just unfortunately, they were forced into that situation. But you look at it, and I, I think they did a great job with that. But now it's back to double nothing because I'm getting sidetracked. No, no, it's fine. Um, so you both said your reasons on um, with Mark Henry and mm-hmm. why you think it's like, I think it's great, Simon. I think as you both said it, you're bringing in a veteran who's been in the business forever. And again, you have the guys that can work with them in their in-ring ability like Malenko and Anderson. But now you're getting guys that can work on their promo ability like The Big Show, mm-hmm. like Mark Henry, guys that have been on TV forever. Dustin. Dustin as well. Guys that were at the peak of when wrestling was really there in the Monday Night Wars. I mean, you have to understand, Big Show, Paul White was a guy that was on WCW and WWE. And the funny thing is, when he was in WCW, WCW was winning. When he was in WWE, WWE was winning. Both sides of them winning. Um, and now you can make an argument, you know, ratings-wise, AEW isn't beating WWE, but they have the better product right now. I agree so te- with you. So technically, he, he's winning again! Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, for, I mean, look. It's, he's winning on the, he's winning two sides on the same coin. He's a win- yeah. winner. All right, guys. So we, we got to move on from Double or Nothing, but it was a great show. It was an epic yes, show. It was. It, was awesome. it was great. So Kudos to them. Yes, let's get into our first topic, and that is in regards to – we'll do a little uh, New Japan. So they're going to have Shingo Takaji versus against uh, Okada. Okada. They're, um, um, Will Ospreay had to relinquish the championship due to a neck injury. Who wins and why? Alex. I think Okada's going to win hands down because Okada uh, – we have not seen Okada hold a title in such a long time. And I think it would be a smart move to put Okada back into the title fold, back into the title picture as the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. And not only that, but if the, I, but if the WWE New Japan partnership works out and they can cross, cross uh, both of their rosters, we could see Okada probably over in WWE or if, if that doesn't work out, if the, if the New Japan WWE thing doesn't work out, we could see Okada go and wrestle on AEW against Kenny Omega. Alex, have you paid attention to what PWI reported? PWI, no. Like, later that day when that report came out, they essentially killed that entire rumor. The WWE was talking to New Japan because they were trying to appease Daniel Bryan and make him happier and want to stay. So they wanted to give him dates to go in, to go to New Japan. That's what happened. And then when he left, that entire conversation died. That that is not happening. Proof of so Okada's not going to. No, he's never going to happen to WWE. That's a fantasy. And you know, if people were saying how no one cared about him when they were saying, "Oh, Omega Okada five same people were going, oh, wow, he can make uh, in, in, oh, I'm sorry, Okada in WWE, because they're hypocrites. But, not saying you are. Proof of the fact that, I can proof see, of, proof of the fact that that partnership, or that talk is so dead in the water, was that Lee Rush signed to New Japan. Mm-hmm. And he debuted in AEW. Well, he came brings, there. Well, yeah, well, let's, let's, let's rebuttal. But that brings me to my next thing. 
So if Okada doesn't go to AEW for any cross-promotion matches, and he stays with the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship in New Japan, I, I would like to see uh, uh, Leo Rush take on Okada for the ne- for the title, if Okada wins this match. It depends on what they do with him. They're probably going to put him in the Junior's division. Okada is 100% winning. But not, yeah, for the reasons yeah. why, not for the reasons why you said. No. Because it's because since the pandemic started, the company hasn't been the same. No. So what, what and, and, they... he, and Okada's, he's he's very much over in New Japan. And he hasn't so been for a long it's time. It's because it, he's unreliable. Same thing with Tanahashi, why I said it would be one of those two. It's because they are trying going to try and get it back to what it was. So they're going to have the guy who's one of the top two wrestlers in the world today and put the belt on him, let him carry the company. Because when the company was at the height of its peak, it was with him as champion. They, I, need, I, they, they need to have the quality of the shows they have been having. And so they're getting back to him. That's going to be the reason why he wins. Now, if Shingo wins, then you're taking the same chance they took with Evil, with mm-hmm. Ibushi, with Osprey. When people were saying, you know, the right. product wasn't, wasn't as great. Now, I'm not saying no, Shingo can't do it. Not saying he doesn't deserve it. But they need to get back to what they were. That's more important so, to them for me. Really quick, why if... to... No, I was going to say, I want to get to the fans' comments, Alec, uh, sure. Lyle. Um, ben says, LA's coming back would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Ben read a bunch of laughing emojis. And he says, I guess in regards to when you spelled R-E-S-P-E-C-T, he said, Lyle can spell. <laughs> <laughs> I try <laughs> Actually, no, I can't. I had it written down over here in front of me. Uh, so, I, I believe it. But, I believe it. But Lyle is right about that. They are making Okada. They I, they are putting Okada against Shingo in this match because he's he's the face of New Japan, and they're trying to get everything back to normal. They're trying to get everything out of panic moves. Yeah, they have nothing to else to do. They're panicking. Uh, if I, I'll interject now. Um, you know, Lana, we were talking about this um, yesterday, actually, and he made fair points. You know, you think about the last couple of IWGP champions that they've made, that, and, and again, that's that's Ibushi, Evil, Osprey, and they've taken chances. They've and taken a lot of chances. So I, I want to make one really quick point, because I, I, I don't want you to get to the injury aspect, because there are rumors that Okada has the same injury as Osprey. He's wrestling through. Oh, no, it wasn't even so, on my radio. So he's getting... So in Japan, I've heard that there that he's getting some heat for dropping it and leaving because apparently Okada has been wrestling with his injury for a while. So I just want to make that point. I never knew that. That's a, uh, that, that's a rumor that I've heard. I I don't know how true it is. So oh. take it with a grain of salt. But oh, where's Carl when you need him about the rumors? That's for damn sure. But anyway, <laughs> going back to um, and just going back to the announced matches, there's <laughs> actually another match on this card that's been announced: IWGP <laughs> Junior Heavyweight Championship, El Desperado versus Yo over Pungi 3K. What? What? How do you think that match is going to turn out, Josh? So for me, it's interesting because I think uh, El Desperado's had a very interesting Junior Championship run. Um, it hasn't been. It's been okay. I mean. I, El Desperado means he's he's okay. He doesn't really move the needle for me that much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, look, I, I, I like I, I like Hiromu. 
and that's that's always been my guy. I mean, Lyle Lyle knows this. That's always been my guy with Hiromu. And then to to me, um, I mean, he knows this. Lyle, the biggest homer with Hiromu. There's, there's no even. Um, that's right, Speedy. It is my job to make the rumors, and it's Carlos to comment on it. You're damn right, Skippy. You're, <laughs> you're ruining the show, Lyle. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> no, but Lyle knows this. He knows that I'm the biggest homer with Hiromu. Um, so to me, when I see somebody else with the IWGP Championship, you're I, a bigger uh, homer with Wyatt Junior Division that too. With the Junior <laughs> Championship, um, it feels weird to me because because I, I, I feel for Hiromu because that's now two times, two times he's, he's hurt. got hurt. Yeah, yeah, and and to me, he's it's funny. He really, you can make the case he's, you know, he's. I, look, I I I I, I like um, yo. No, I like Yo too. What's his name in in, in Bullet Club? Um, um, Hiroshi. No, wait, no. Um, what? Well, you know it, Kyle. The Bone Soldier. Oh, Taiji Mori. Yeah. I see. He's another one that's right there for me. That I think is uber talented. And then of course you have El Fantasmo, who's another one that's. Oh, talented. El Fantasmo. I, I like his character. And his in ring is great. In ring. I think he's oh, great. Oh, in oh yeah. Oh, He's oh, he's great. He's great. I say the Corona was better than him in the ring a little bit more, but yeah, yeah. you know, um, that's wrong with me. Just they have so they have injuries right now too. That's the other problem, right? Yeah, that's the that's the that's the thing. That's you, you lose Osprey and you lose Hiromu. Those are two of your biggest guys in the company, and they're both out. And Ibushi. And Ibushi. Forgot about Ibushi. And think about this: the last couple of years before this. New Japan never really dealt with a ton of injuries. That's no. what they, they have not. And if you want to, they dealt with it. If you, we want to like talk about this, um, about yeah, Osprey injury. We are talking about it, numbskull. Um, Omega <laughs> said, said in an SI interview that oh. when he left New Japan, yes. he told Jay White mm-hmm. and Osprey that they were the ones to carry it for the foreign wrestlers, mm-hmm. and then he took a shot at them and told them they can't. They're trying to be Kenny Omega. They can't be Kenny Omega. Only one Kenny Omega. And it kind of he kind of alluded to in that interview that he wants the IWGB Championship now. I know where you're going with this. Um, I'm not going to Wrestle Dynasty because I don't. I, I'm not sure if that happens. No, no, no. I didn't say Wrestle Dynasty. Oh, I thought that's where you thought I was going. You, know um, I mean? you always assume things with me, man. You you can't do that. I well, you don't have to assume, and I well, I am an S. So they got an S out of you and yourself. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I am an S. He said it, not me, folks. <laughs> I didn't have to talk that. But I I, I don't see it happening until the pandemic is well over. And even then, I don't ever see New Japan letting their top title go to to the United States and giving no. it to Omega, who they have tried multiple times to get them banned from Japan. But hold on now. See, to me, I find that to be not fair because Jericho fought Tanahashi and they brought the AEW Heavyweight Championship involved in that storyline with Tanahashi. Yes, but so he it- wasn't taking their top title to another country. I no, I understand that, but again, but and Tanahashi was never winning. No, I, I understand, and that doesn't mean Omega's gonna or Omega's gonna win. I know. I was saying on the basis of if he did, I don't think they would ever. No, let but, him win. You know, but to me, that's almost like it's returning the favor. It's okay. You're constantly okay. We're bringing in um, uh, who who they brought in now? That Leo Rush was one. They had um, Yuji. They had Yuji Nagata. You had Jericho mentioned an AEW championship opportunity and showed the belt in the vignette 
against Tanahashi at the at the Wrestle Kingdom match. No, I have an idea. The favor. I, I just thought of an idea while you were talking. Okay, what if Omega de- Omega decided to do what Moose did with the TNA title, but with his old IWGP championship, and said that New oh, Japan but- hasn't New Japan hasn't been the same since I left and when I was the the, NW, the uh, IWGP champion, and he brought that belt on TV and acted as if he was the real IWGP champion. And he carried that belt with him. And then built to a big match at the Wrestle Kingdom between him and, and Okada f- for the real IWGP title. Which he would probably lose, but th- you still get that kind of mystique of that on TV. Yeah, you and, do. Because he can't travel. And I think that would be pretty cool. By the way, really quick, I know we have to go to break. And mm-hmm. then we'll come back and we'll get some more of this and we'll get to the WWE stuff. Really quick, I know they're not going to do this. They're, they're, they're not. But they need to find a way to get Moose and Omega not on TNA, on, on Impact. They need to do it on an AEW show. And I know I Impact will. They will. I hope so. But alluding, but alluding back to the Dominion Osaka conversation, the I feel like the injuries are just too much for New Japan right now. It's taking a, taking a toll on their roster. I, like their main their their roster overall. I agree with you. They've never really dealt with this injury riddled roster before. It's been a very I, I can't remember since I watched New Japan. I've watched New Japan for a while now that they've had this injury list. It's getting to be pretty bad, and then and the problem is these guys are getting hurt, and they're stopping mm-hmm. and starting shows, and it's resetting again. It's it's a problem. And New Japan, yeah. listen, New Japan's never going to be in a problem in a trouble, but um. I'm, I, I am getting the impression that Wrestle Dynasty, it's Wrestle it's Dynasty. Not gonna is, oh, I, see, I think it is going to happen. Oh, it is? I think, oh. I think it will. I think it will. I think when New York City opening up in July, and now you're seeing that fans, they're doing a lot of things now and letting fans back in the building. I think this is an opportunity for New Japan to be that first big wrestling show back at Madison Square Garden. This is a huge opportunity for now, New Japan. Imagine if they that. did. Absolutely. Imagine if they did AEW Impact and New Japan on that show. And that's the thing. See, and that I'm glad you brought that up because think about it this way: the Madison Square Garden hasn't had a wrestling show since the G1 show eons ago. It feels like you could be that first big show back at MSG, and you could have AEW Impact and New Japan all in one because you have Impact and AEW stars already in America. Do you know how what you would do? And do this. If you d- did that and you had Omega Okada five. Now there are a lot of people who are the stereotypical WWE fan who don't watch anything else, and maybe you they know, go. Oh, maybe they go. Oh, you know, I'll check that out. It's been hyped for a while. They check it out and they see what they can actually do. They you, they they could do. They could take those fans and turn them. Because that's how good those two can be in the ring. And hopefully they we, we get that again. In a North American time slot. I Not agree. With two you. o'clock in the morning. No, that would be lovely. I would enjoy that very much, please, and thank yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. We're going to get into our thoughts on SummerSlam, the announcement that has happened. Where do we think it is going to happen? We know the date, August 21st. Do we know the venue, where we think it's going to be? And then we'll get to our, uh, we'll get to whatever we have time left for. That'll probably be the finishing move. And that will be it. 
And that'll be our jam-packed show for tonight. Stick with us, ladies and gentlemen. We only got a few more minutes left, so you hang tight with us. This is Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is the worst town I've ever been in. Welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for the last bit. Carl says Speedy is coming on. He, he is here. Speedy, say hi to everybody. Carl wants you to say hi. Hello, Carl. Hi Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, the only wrestling talk show here on the network. Again, last time I'll tell you this, download our app. It's just, it's very simple. If you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store, type in WWSRN. And Android, you go to the Google Play Store, you type in Worldwide Sports. It's that simple. You can check out our show articles, our content, any episodes of the show you might have missed. Um, everything pretty much in on that we have, any clips, any episodes you might have missed of the show. Uh, everything is there. All of our bios about us, WorldWideSportsRadio.com is another way you can check us out, too. You can check out everything on our website. Alex, why don't you mention to the fans how they can also see our Off the Map page? So the fans can see our Off the Map website. It is in the, it's in the link on our Twitter bio. You click on that, and it will take you to the Off the Map page. We have our homepage where you can – read what our show is all about. And then when you click on the show and pay-per-view page, that has the has all the shows and pay-per-views happening for the month. We also have our special announcement page, which has our one-year anniversary for June 15th coming up, that show. And then we have our, our, all, our all of our shows are in an archive. We have an archive page and we have a special guest interview page where you can see all the interviews that we have done. And Alex works extremely hard with that website. So kudos to you as well, Alex. You do a great job with that, keeping up to date with everything. Also, if you want to call us 203-903-8271. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, you name it. We are on it. All right. So before, obviously, the show's already almost over. It's crazy. I wanted to get your guys' thoughts. We heard the announcement that at the Belmont mm-hmm. State, they're going to announce um, the venue for SummerSlam this year. It's been rumored to be Las Vegas. Now we don't know what the Manny Pacquiao fight and everything like that going on. We do know that it's going to be Saturday, August 21st, and they they generally do really do want an outdoor arena, um, and they want to have as many fans as possible. So, Lyle, I'll start with you first. What is your prediction on where you think SummerSlam is going to happen? Um, it is happening at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Oh, it is? Yeah, it is. Oh. That's the confirmed rumor. Okay, Alex, um, that's not how that works. Well, the confirmed uh, thing. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the confirmed rumor. That's the, confirmed... <laughs> the confirmed thing, I mean. Oh. Uh, okay, so it's not officially announced, but it's from not, people, but from some people I know that, that um are... In <laughs> that, are, that, that have connections in WWE have said that it's going to be um, a Legion Stadium, yeah, in Las Vegas. Uh, 
So that's going to be a, a, it's definitely a, tra- a destination that they want people to travel to. So, See, Carl. Also, also the oh. date of Saturday was picked by the town, city of Las Vegas. They wanted it on Saturday. And then they announced the twenty, the twenty-one dates, the twenty-five city schedule. It mm-hmm. was twenty-five, but they moved it up to twenty-seven dates. Come on, sports lab mounts for for rumors. So the, yeah, if, if I can read off read off the full schedule, there's Houston, Texas, there's Fort Worth, Texas, Dallas, Cleveland, Ohio, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Louisville, Kentucky, Missouri. Minnesota, Milwaukee, Detroit, Chicago, Tampa, Fort Myers, Gainesville. There you go, Alex. That's your neck of the woods. There yeah. you go. Go to that show. There you go. Monday Night Raw at Amway Center in Orlando, Florida. SmackDown in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, the Super Show at, from the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. They have another Super Show at the Colonial Life Arena in Columbia, South Carolina. Monday, August 16th, that's Monday Night Raw from Antonio, Te- Antonio, Texas, San Antonio, Texas. And Friday, SmackDown from Phoenix Suns Arena in Phoenix, Arizona. Then is SummerSlam. That's confirmed for August 21, or 21st. Right? It's awesome. I think that's great. Then, did you, did you read us a, a long, date? It's a long list. It's Alex, like, did you just read us a date and then ask us if it's right? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be right on that. <laughs> How would we know? You're looking at the list. <laughs> I love but, Alex. I want. To, I love Alex. I want to be right. <laughs> I just want to be right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's a long stretch of confirmed dates it's and. One I'm trying to go to is the Amelie Arena SmackDown show for August 6th. Yeah, August 6th. That, that's awesome. When is their first SmackDown show in front of a crowd? In front of a crowd. The first... Because that's going to kill any type of heel Roman Reigns. I would say that would probably be the uh, Cleveland, Ohio show. Or... Oh, then you know what? No, people in Cleveland, they're, they're awful. So... Or Houston, Texas. No, it's Houston. Why do I have fans What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> it, it, it's Cleveland. Like, they have to have some type of depression for wanting to live in Cleveland. <laughs> Even the men want to get out of there. Come on. Even LeBron. Like... I can only imagine what our viewers think about you and, and, and all of you and, and your. Now, and in your, all honesty, I'm not being serious. I'm not being serious. They have great fans there. I'm making a joke. Don't be all upset. Oh, but, I did, you didn't. You didn't offend me. <laughs> well, there is you, another. Who would um, honestly want to go to Cleveland? Let's be real. LeBron James. So this, so no, he got the hell out of Cleveland twice. I, I don't know if this is true or not, but they are saying this will be the first time that SummerSlam airs on a Saturday. I love it. I love I it. it. I believe it's I correct. Love it. And I love it. Love it. I think it's great. Thank you, Lyle, for yawning on the air. That's really great professional. <laughs> <So> anyway. <laughs> I, I have not slept the last couple days. So. Uh, kiss my ass. All right. So, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, you know, so anyway, um, like I said, so now that it's happening in Vegas, I think that's a great venue spot. Mm-hmm. For some I think, and especially for a Saturday night in, in August, I think it's great. I yeah, it is. Perfect for them. You know, and, and if they could have some sort of big main event and, and do something like that, um, 
it would be perfect. I, I really do. I do. I think just having the fans at the show and that kind of big arena, and you started AEW, and now you're seeing it with WWE, they're opening it up more. And mm-hmm. I think you're starting to get some sense of normalcy again. And I think it's a really nice thing to have, whether which brand you follow, which one you like, whether it's WWE, AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, who cares? Who gives a damn? It's wrestling and there's fans there. doesn't give yeah. a, I don't give a crap anymore. I want to be able to get it in my car or somewhere, and I can head to a show. Again, it's been too long. It's been a long time, and it's a nice feeling to have that feeling all over again. So here's a question for you. Oh, okay. You're from New York, so you're more familiar with what I'm going to say. What company, AEW, WWE, and I I know who you're going to pick, would you rather have the first wrestling show at UBS Arena? For the viewers out there, UBS Arena is the new Islanders Arena that's being built, built next to Belmont Park. It's a beautiful sure. arena. Yes. As you can tell by the Islander guard, I'm sure the listeners are, you know, are dying to hear this answer so much. Um, um, well, you're, you're not doing this as a Islander or, or, or as a fan of anything. No, I think the arena is going to be gorgeous. I think it's going to be a beautiful arena. I think um, – look – I don't see AEW coming to New York anytime soon other than going to Prudential and then after that getting out of Dodge and not being back for a while. I don't know when. Um, WWE has their partnership with, with Barclays. I don't know which wrestling show is going to go. I think it could be AEW. I think they could do it. They have, they're going to be in train station. Okay, they could connect all of Long Island, all of everything. I think that's definitely going to be something they're going to want to do. I, I, I believe that. I, I think that would be a great location. One of my favorite arenas that I go to is the Prudential Center. I love the Prudential Center. It's a very nice arena. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And, and, and to me, I, I love that AEW is going to be there. Um, you know, it, I, I don't know when a show is going to go to UBS Arena. I'm not sure. And, of course, you know, listen to this. Okay, WWE has a partnership with Barclays. AEW is going to Prudential Center. Wrestle Dynasty New Japan is going to MSG. I don't know when UBS is going to get a wrestling show. I'm not sure. It all depends on what AEW really wants to do. They rely a lot on them because they're really the only company that really is the only option that's really left for UBS to to get. Because New Japan's not going to go anywhere else but Madison Square Garden. And WWE doesn't go anywhere else but Barclays Center in Brooklyn. The AEW is the only one. And it's up to Tony Khan is does he want to pay a high penny for a show in New York. He didn't want to do it this time around. He wanted credential. I don't know why he wouldn't want to have a pay-per-view there. That that show would be insane. Oh, and and, and this goes back to my point really quick, and this is where I have a problem. I understand they're doing it all out at Chicago. Okay, fine. Want to do it there again? Fine. But then they have full gear then at St. Louis. You're, you're, You're just like, you're, everything's opening up again. I think that's the biggest reason why they don't. They don't. Midwest. I think that's the biggest reason why they're not doing anything in New York right now, because um, they don't know what the, what um, Dumbo Cuomo is going to do. Because stop! Don't say that. This is not a political thing. Don't no, but that. like he's he's the only state that doesn't that restricts what you need to go into. With any every other state, you can just buy tickets and go. You don't. Not in every other state, you have to be vaccinated to go. New York is the only one. And so, that's... And that's I think that's really the reason. They don't know when that's going to be lifted. They can't take that chance and then find out that they can only have three quarters of an arena filled. 
I mean, that's fine. And I'm sure when the time comes, they will have open it all. I mean, look, New York City is opening up completely in yeah. well, in July. Yep. So, I mean, my thought process is, you know, when I, when, you know, that's like, the, that's just like the only thing to me. And we only talk about this. I know, Alex, because you're in Florida, but I mean, you, I mean, look, your, your state has had the, the shows galore the last year and a half, two years. So, I mean, let, you know, let's let somebody else have a little bit. All right, man, come on. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the point of it is, is that it, 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 it's frustrating because the thing that it irks me with what AEW, uh, this is the only thing I guess that, that irks me with AEW, what they're doing is, are we going to have double or nothing every single year in Vegas? Are we yes. going to have all every year in Chicago? See, that, yes. to me, like travel. Give other fans a shot at a big page. They're trying to establish, as of right now, for foreseeable future. I understand that. You, 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 but you know what, though? Like, even years, WrestleMania, years and years and years. Well, they travel, but every year at their anniversary, they would go back to New York. They would go back to New York every year. WrestleMania 10, I'm not, WrestleMania. I'm not really disappointed with full gear happening in St. Louis because I have family in St. Louis. So if I oh, wanted to. How do you care, Alex? Just well, wait show. a minute. You live in Tampa and you didn't go to WrestleMania. So what's going to make you want to go to St. Louis for full gear? Because I have family that lives there, and I know some of my family are wrestling fans. But you live in Tampa and didn't go to WrestleMania. <laughs> no, I want AEW. I want everybody in wrestling to travel more after the last year and a half. Exactly. I don't want them <laughs> all out be every year in Chicago and Vegas. I, I don't want that. And you've I'm been complaining about that, that since day one. Since the first time they announced double nothing, go back to Vegas, you were complaining about it. <laughs> So, like, that's not no, – I'm not, like, I think I shot at you. That's not new for you. That's a pin in your head for a while. And I understand yeah, well, it, but, like, at the same time, I would have no problem going to Vegas for a number of, nothing every year. I would have well, no problem with that. That would be a phenomenal trip every year. I think you should do that one year. I don't. I, I know you said you're not a big fan of Vegas, but it's a real fun oh, trip. No, listen. Listen to me. Listen. I, in the future, I will go to a double or nothing in Vegas. Obviously, I'm not going to have a freaking choice because they're not going anywhere else. All right. <laughs> I don't have a choice. This is going to be an every year thing. I got to go to Chicago or I got to go to Vegas every year. But do you see the point that I'm trying to make is yeah, they have, yeah. they, have, they have four big pay-per-views, four of them. Two of them are going to be in the same city every single year. You're not – I mean, these are big shows, and you're not traveling enough. You want to give your countrywide audience the deserving right to be able to see a big pay-per-view as well for those that can't afford – to travel, but what if they do that one time? They don't sell out. Then it's gonna kill anything. They, they know they sell out. They know that Chicago will sell out, and they know people are gonna travel to go to go to those but cities. But LA wouldn't sell out. I'm not saying it won't, but they're not gonna take they're not gonna take a chance and go somewhere that could end up not selling out. They, they went to Baltimore for full gear. It didn't sell out. Well, that's the time they were. They were still trying to get established at that time. That was, and also picking Baltimore for a big pay per view, which I'm still mind numbing as to why they did that. Besides, the, that that still blows my mind why they picked there to go do the pay per view. I still didn't understand it. Like at least do Philadelphia or something for crying out loud. I mean, God's sakes, can you pick a wrestling city? Can you pick one? <laughs> DC is a wrestling city. <laughs> they did their first show there, and they drew great. Yeah, exactly. Washington, D.C. is a That's probably why they picked Baltimore, because it was an affordable arena near Washington, D.C. Do it in Philadelphia, then. There's plenty of affordable arenas in Philadelphia. Imagine if they did it at ECW Arena. That. Wow, look at that. 
So you just you just gave a million dollar idea. The only problem is East W Arena <laughs> too small. That's the problem. You could do a dynamite there. A dynamite uh, special. But that's the thing. They don't even. They lucky they come to the East Coast, Lyle. <laughs> not I, wrong. Mean, I mean, look. Yesterday, I mean, what is it? Sunday, I'm watching the pay per view. Okay, okay, all that's going to Chicago. Okay, okay, fine. Then I see, and I'm excited. I'm saying, oh, where's Full Gear going? Then I see St. Louis. I said, are you freaking, are you freaking kidding me? And that's not what you said. Kidding I can me? tell already. Like, are you kidding me? You used another colorful word. No, I'm not using any colorful words. I don't have to. <laughs> I'm saying what you said Sunday. You said a colorful word. No, it's just it pisses me off that they're going from this. They're going to. Dude, they're going to the state that's next to freaking Illinois. They're going to Missouri. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, like, I mean. Like, well, that's my cousin Austin calls it misery. Missouri, right? They call it Missouri. Misery. Yeah, misery. Yeah, you got that right, especially in St. Louis. No offense to St. Louis, but it's the most da- it was really the most dangerous city in the United States. But I still think it's Chicago. I kind of don't believe that. Chicago's bad. No, Chicago's bad too, but St. Louis was number one. But. The hey, they were two of the worst cities in America. Again, you, could, you could go to LA, you could go to Dallas, you could go to New York, mm-hmm. you could go to Philadelphia, you could go anywhere. So far, the pay-per-views have been Vegas, Florida, Florida again, Baltimore, pandemic, Florida, 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 Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago, <laughs> St. Louis, New York, and, and then after Full Gear is what? Maybe, Revolution. Maybe that'll be New York. Probably not. Oh, oh, how wonderful! I don't even. I don't even get. I don't even get like the big. The best part was they did all out at Chicago. Then they did Full Gear in Baltimore. Then they did Revolution back in Chicago. <laughs> no, they won't. No, that's what they did the first time around. No, the. No, the they did Vegas. All they did Vegas, Chicago, Baltimore, Chicago. Pandemic. No, they'll probably no, they'll probably do a show and. Uh, I'm not saying they're gonna do that. They did that already. No, oh no, I'm just saying they'll probably end up doing Revolution in like uh, Cleveland, Ohio. That's what they do. They're gonna keep the Midwest form. They're gonna do it in Minnesota. <laughs> they're gonna do it in Minnesota. We're gonna that's get not the very. That's no not very. Chick- Cleveland isn't Midwest. It's Mid North. No, I'm just. I, I'm just. Listen. Come on, you, it's not very West. I know it is, but I'm saying though, you still you just mentioned all the pay-per-views. Dude, they're not traveling with these pay-per-views. Tough. They have to do it. Dude, they they haven't had a West Coast show other than Vegas. <laughs> and then they had the one show that went up and then they weren't seen on TV for four months. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand why they might not do a big West Coast show. Um because it would be a five o'clock pay-per-view there. Yeah, but get creative. So do Philadelphia. That'd be great. I, I would travel Dallas. there. Do would Dallas. you travel there? Would you travel there for a paper? I would DC. go to Philadelphia. Yeah, I would go to Philly. I would go, I'd to, go to DC for that. You're gonna fly to DC? Yeah, sure. You can stay with your dad. That's true. I would go to DC. I love DC. Uh, well, that you know what? That's gonna be my. We can go together. Me you now. Where are you guys going? Oh, God. Oh, no, he wants to meet your dad. He's only using you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's my finishing move is the lack of travel by AEW, literally lack thereof traveling by AEW. I mean, it's really, like, you honestly think about it, 
It's it's not right. It's really not right. <laughs> it's left. It's left. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they're going way beyond left with their travel schedule when it comes to pay-per-views. Why are uh, we complaining about their travel schedule when they literally couldn't travel for the last 14 months? Because the, and the next two pay-per-views are in the same area. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> they already Chicago already had a bunch of pay-per-views. Give somebody else the pay-per-view. Next is going to be Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Um, you know what? Honestly, you joke, Alex, that might happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'd laugh. I would laugh. After this you know rant, what? I would laugh. They might rent out the Sears. Instead of calling it the W Arena in, in, in Philadelphia, going to call it the AEW Arena in Chicago. That's going to be cool. <laughs> Probably. That'd be actually really funny. But, I mean, it's like... I mean, you guys have to agree with it a little bit. It's ridiculous. I mean, dude, the show in Jersey for us has been canceled three freaking times. <laughs> dude, they canceled Blood and God. Yeah, we had Blood and Guts. You know what we're getting in New Jersey now for our show, probably? What? For our main event? We're probably going to get, like, Kenny Omega beating up uh, Lucha Brawler. Jobber match for the championship. It's going to go on his pathway. No. <laughs> that may give us a good pay quality show. I, they had a good pay-per-view quality match, and they canceled it <laughs> <laughs> three times. <laughs> I started asking you. I said, "Is this? Are these tickets still uh, eligible?" <laughs> it's still in my account, so yeah. I mean, it's just like it's. It blows my mind that AEW. I, I saw the St. Louis. You could ask Matt. I saw the St. Louis. I was pissed. <laughs> I was so mad. I said, "I." I I said, let's go to the state that's next to Illinois. Let's go, let's go, let's go there. Let's go back to that realm of the of the area. You know, yes. Let's go, let's go to St. Louis in October. Cause you know, because the weather's wonderful already there in October. <laughs> oh, they perfect. That's gonna be a really big destination spot. This is <laughs> BS, that's what I call. Yes. I want to get my tickets to St. Louis. It's going to be 40 degrees out in October. That's that's really my. I get to see the arch and you get really bad St. Louis style pizza. I get to see the arch and that's <laughs> it. Okay, <laughs> okay <laughs> Alex, what's your finishing move? Yeah. So my you can't talk about just it. nobody can tonight. That's it. <laughs> no, I actually have one. Uh, my finishing move is I'm glad that crowds are coming back for wrestling that we have live crowds back and like seriously i i being able for people to go out to events and experience that like a show like double or nothing it's incredible that we're having having all this back now you know what alex i agree with you on that i i really love going to events but unfortunately no events want to come here so therefore i really can't enjoy that (laughs) (laughs) you know they want to stick out in chicago florida (laughs) Vegas <laughs> and, uh, and Nebraska. And misery. It's going to be in Omaha, Nebraska. That's where they're going to go next. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they're going to go. AEW, the, the travel schedule. <laughs> anyway, go on, Lyle. You're up. I want to say, you know what? After going to that show, it has shown to me just how much AEW has grown since they started. Mm-hmm. They have done such a phenomenal job growing talent. And developing guys, and I think that they're only going to get better, and their depth of their roster is only going to get better, and I can't wait to see how well they do developing 
Oh, in, in the future. Again, I just want to mention before we sign off. I don't uh, hate AEW. I love AEW. I absolutely love it. I hate their travel schedule. I've told a lot of this for the last year now about there, even before the pandemic. I told when they announced Double Enough and going back to Vegas the second time is when he started crying and moaning about this. Yeah, I said, this is ridiculous. I said, how about you give other fans a shot around the country that watch your, that watch your, your product every week? Give us a shot. WrestleMania every year. They travel, but they always come back when it's time for an anniversary or something like that. They always did. Doing it every year in the same spot is not cool. You think by the fifth year in a row they're still going to have it in Vegas? People as Carlito like, Carli- says, says, AEW, I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Well, well, the travel schedule wasn't cool, so I spit in the face of that. So anyway, um, all right. So that's all I got to say about that. Anyway. Yes, it is. Okay. Is he going to continue? Let's see. No, I'm not. I'm done. Um, <laughs> listen, just, it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter. I mean, there's so many great destination spots they could go to, and they just – listen, again, I love AEW. I love everything about the product. I think their travel That's schedule right. is garbage. Alex, shut up. You had a freaking Florida shows up your ass the last two years or whatever the hell it was, okay? Fourteen <laughs> months. <laughs> <laughs> you remember you know the last time I went to a wrestling show was? Long time. A free roll of me? A free roll of me? Yeah, think about that. Maybe yeah. they don't want to come. Maybe, <laughs> they, maybe they don't want to come to New York because they know you're going to throw hot dogs at them from Coney Island. I won't throw hot dogs at them because the deal is if they come to New York, it'd be fair <laughs> to the fans that watch their product. It would be appreciated. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kidding. One of the uh, biggest you know, messing around. I know. All right, let's go. Uh, download our app. You know, because unlike uh, the AEW, we actually do like to travel. So uh, download our app. Uh, you travel to your phone. Lyle, Lyle, Lyle travels more. I think Lyle has more mileage than some of the AEW wrestlers have in the last three years because they don't really travel anywhere else but the same spots. So anyway, that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> download our app, WWSRN, on the, on, the, on the iPhone, Android, Worldwide Sports. You can check us out at WorldWideSportsRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope. To the fans out there, listen, we have a lot of fun on the show. We thank you so much for tuning in with us every single Tuesday night. We really do appreciate it. The show was so jam-packed. It was so much fun. We got to hear Lyle's experience. We got to hear Alex's intakes on New Japan. It was really great stuff that we got on the show. I never rant. Ever, 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 ever. And it, it, it's, it um, felt nice. No, no, um, no, no, no. You rant all the time. No, <laughs> on take that break that I did. Now I'm off the mat. You rant even in person, all the time. I'll ask right. Melissa to vouch for that on Friday. That's fine. If, if you rant all the time, and she will... You rant, and, and she'll, she'll probably say, I don't listen to 90% of the stuff that he rants about, so in the end, she's not even going to give a damn. So, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 okay. It's okay. I've learned over the years not to listen either. You know, but it... Listen, I rant, and I kid, but in all seriousness, you think about what I say, some of it going. is pretty, It's true. Mm-hmm. We're still going. So, yeah, I'm going to go until they travel, until they actually get to the state of New York. And no, I don't count them going to – where are they going in upstate New York? They were going oh, to um, – Rochester? Opening? Yeah. I think they're yeah. at the ball. Yeah, it's a good spot. <laughs> but anyway. Um, the revolution will be in Tampa. Oh, if that happens, I'm, I'm crashing in Alex's house. You can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs>
Ouch, I don't care. You're giving me a free house and then some. All right. I want to, I want breakfast every morning, buddy. All right. Um, well, guys, listen, seriously, we had a great time tonight. It was awesome. Check us out next Tuesday for sure and off the mat. Check me out uh, with Speedy PD, of course, and Errol Marks uh, Wednesday and Thursday on Sports Loudmouths. And I'm calling in tomorrow. Downers don't play till Thursday. I know. Oh, I want to talk. No, I want to talk other stuff too. What about? You'll have to tune in and find out. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So we'll lose about 20 listeners tomorrow when Lyle calls in. That's great. Um, so anyway. <laughs> Listen, for Lyle Gill, for Alex Lewis, for Speedy Petey, I'm Josh Silver. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Enjoy the rest of your wrestling week. Enjoy the fallout of AEW Double or Nothing. It is on Friday. Don't forget at 10 p.m. on Friday night. Do not forget that because of the NBA playoffs. So the schedules are moving around and so on and so forth. Until then, thanks a lot to all you listeners and followers out there. Keep checking us out. Check out all the other great, wonderful shows that we have here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Until then, have a good night. And Kenny Omega, what do you have to say, champ? I must beat you, a Jew. So stay with me now if you know it. Goodbye. And good night. Thank you for listening to Off The Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You're all things wrestling and sports entertainment. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.